Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melonade. Let me pour you a glass. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. We are here for yet another episode of the show. I hope everybody is having a good week. I have been having a great week. Um, Like I said, last week, I had just started my week-long vacation off from work, and I am unfortunately at the tail end of it now, but I do feel like I went out and did a few things, enjoyed my time. I was, you know, very high on the social meter for me this week. So, you know, as the weekend is is going by, I definitely am in, um, you know, solo mode. I need to recharge and just kind of be by myself. We're off from work on Monday anyway, so it's not technically a you know, a a vacation day for me, but we are off for Indigenous Peoples Day, so I don't technically go back till Tuesday. So the next few days, I just want to do me, just want to relax, not be too bothered. You know, that's kind of how I am, no matter how much fun I had, you know, towards the end of my plans, I'm always like, okay, I can't wait to just be in my apartment, be a couch troll, eat food, chill with my cats, watch TV, play some video games, just like I said, completely recharge. So that's the mode I'm in now. But I definitely had a good week. I um, didn't do anything too crazy. Um, So I know I was off for vacation, but it's not like I took a flight anywhere or, or did anything. You know, it's kind of random that my vacation was in October I may have mentioned this, but at my job, we have to put in our vacation time for the long stretches of time. We have to do that the year before. So like right now, we just got our email to put in vacation for next year. We have to get that in in the next few days. And, you know, last year we were still, I mean, we're still in COVID times, but we were pretty much in the thick of it. This was when like you know, Omicron was really like creeping up and taking people down, myself included. And I didn't know what was going to be going on next week, um, next year, but I just had to put down a week that I thought I could get. And October is a pretty empty month as far as the calendar and the people go. Um, You know, I don't really get first pick of like the summer months and the holidays. So October was kind of like the best I could do. So I just put down the week and it seems like it took forever to get here. But now it's here and it's almost done. Like time completely just flies by. But yeah, I didn't have anything major planned when I put the time in and I didn't really plan too much, even the coming up on October. I just knew, you know, it was been kind of crazy and stressful at work. I knew I just wanted to just enjoy the downtime, hang out with family and, you know, hang out with Blue, 
and just kind of do me and just enjoy not being at work. So that's what I did on uh, Monday, you know, kind of eased into the week. Blue came over. We hung out. It was so cute. We made pancakes together and we ate and uh, we just caught up on our um, show Fleabag. We're really late on the show, but it's on our list. We are completing this show (laughs) at a snail's pace, but I mean, we literally watch one show every couple of weeks, if that. So this is how we watch two episodes. So we're like way ahead of schedule here. We're enjoying it. It's just, you know, with his schedule and sometimes we're not in the house, so we're out or you know, I don't know, whatever else comes up. We're just not in the mood to watch it. So we're enjoying it. But this is definitely not like a long binge session for this. This, I mean, we made a joke because we made a long list of things we wanted to watch together. I think it's like a list of 10 different shows. And we were making a joke like, okay, we're going to be finishing this list when our grandchildren are here. (laughs) And that's probably what's going to happen at the pace that we're going. But it's just nice to have the list and have something that we're like tackling together. I think it's really, really cute. Now, Tuesday was an exciting day that I have been looking forward to for a little while. My mom and I decided to go to Fogo de Chao for dinner. And if you're not familiar with that, it's this nice Brazilian steakhouse restaurant. They have them all over. There's, you know, more than a few in Southern California. I think there's one in Beverly Hills. I think there's one in El Segundo. The one we went to was downtown LA and it was an experience to say the least. Um, I'd heard about it, you know, people talk about it, they say how good it is. And I knew in the back of my mind, like I've always wanted to go, but it was just like, I just never pulled the trigger for whatever reason. And, um, you know, it's not like super duper out of this world expensive. Um, I just never got around to going. But when my mom and I went out on the previous weekend for her birthday, our uh, Lyft driver was just talking about all these restaurants that he and his wife go to. They have like a little tradition. I think they go to a new restaurant every week or every two weeks or something like that, which is really cute. And he mentioned Fogo de Chao. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. And he was like, you have to go. It's so good. He was like, just make sure you go hungry because it's, you know, so much food and you're just going to love it, blah, blah, blah. And in the moment, my mom and I were like, "Um, okay, well, that sounds pretty good. I was like, I'd heard of it. My mom hadn't heard of it. And I was like, well, maybe I'll go for my birthday, you know, in January. That would be nice. But then later on in the night, I was like, you know what, YOLO, like, let's just go next week. Why wait till January? If it's good, we can go back, you know? So we made plans to go for Tuesday. So that's what we did. Um, It was really, really good. So basically you go, there's a, I keep calling it a salad bar. My mom's like, bite your tongue. It's more than that. They call it a market table. So you go and you can, you know, get that included with all the meats that are coming to your table. So it's just this section, you get a plate and they have all these fresh salads and sides and fresh cheese. And I mean, just, I don't know, all kinds of just interesting grilled vegetables. And it's just really, really, really good. So you could just pile your plate up, go back to your seat start kind of digging into that they bring you like bread to the table 
and um, they have like these interesting sides that you can order more of like these garlic mashed potatoes and plantains and I think it's yucca fried I want to call it that I think it's fried polenta and I don't know if that's one and the same yucca and polenta I could be making that up anyway it was something crispy and fried so it was delicious <laughs> and you just have that on the side and then when you're ready you flip the little green card over and then they start bringing you the meat and oh my god <laughs> I don't even know how the servers like are so on top of it because like as soon as you flip the card over and say you're ready it's like they must have a bird's eye view or something because they are over there immediately. It's like, would you like some of this? Would you like some of that? Would you like some of this? So it's like sirloin and ribeye and bacon wrapped chicken and uh, ribs and um, filet mignon and just all kinds of meat. There was something that was my favorite that was called picanha. And I think it was a part, like another part of the sirloin on the cow. I don't know. We ate all kinds of parts of the cow. So <laughs> if you got a problem with that, you do not want to go there because they're serving up all the animals and all the parts. Oh, and there was this sausage that was really good too. It was delicious. So they come over and they have it on these skewers. It's like fresh out of the grill or wherever they're making it. And they just slice a little bit and then they go on about their way. When you've had enough, you can flip the car back over to red and take a break just to eat what you have. And then when you're ready for more, go ahead and make it green again. And you kind of quickly learn like what you like, what you don't really like, um, what's your favorite. So when they come back, if you want a little more, they'll give you another piece. I like that they ask you how, how done you want it. Cause like, I guess they can cut off, you know, different sections of it to be like more or less done for you. And I like mine kind of pink to red in the middle. <laughs> so there were some pieces I got that were a little more done than others, which I didn't really like, but the flavor was there. But you know, don't worry if you like your stuff more well done, cause they'll either bring out those cuts that are already made that way. Or um, one guy, I think I overheard him saying that he could cook it a little longer and bring it back. So lots and lots of options for everyone. Um, we actually also got these cocktails. I, I'm gonna butcher the name. I completely forgot what it was called, um, but it's basically like a Brazilian version of um, a margarita, except it has rum in it. So it's like this really good Brazilian rum. And whoo, these were good. They were strong and they were delicious. And they have like three different flavors. So they have like the original, there was like a strawberry, uh, strawberry one, I think. And then like a passion fruit one, I believe. Um, I tried a regular and then like the strawberry one. I should have just stuck with the regular. The strawberry was good, but it wasn't as strong. And it had like a lot of fruit and pulp and stuff in it that was just kind of getting in the way of the alcohol. And I ain't got time to waste. So <laughs> I think I would get the regular, um, just stick to that one next time. But it was really really good and they did not hold back on the alcohol at all um aside from like how good the food was how good the drinks were the service was just really really nice um you know they ask you if you've been there they're really patient like explaining how everything works um explaining the menu 
and you know they're constantly checking on you refilling your water um you know you can pull over and then um our waiter his name was peter he was really really sweet um he was just like expressing like you know and all the team members here you know we work as a team so if, if i'm not around you can pull anyone and ask them anything and they'll help you out um and that's very true because <laughs> at one point I, I just tapped one girl on the shoulder and asked her a question but she wasn't sure but she immediately went and got someone to come over and answer the question so they were just really super duper nice um there was this other guy I don't believe he was the manager but he was like like a customer relations person kind of just making his rounds his name was Moises he was super duper nice he um gave us complimentary dessert so we got like a creme brulee and um you know like a my mom got a key lime pie and that was completely on the house and then just out of nowhere he was like and we're gonna give you our friends and family discount so <laughs> so he comped the dessert put that discount on there which was like 30 bucks and it was just really really nice and of course he gave us his card and like asked us to do a review which my mom she was immediately on <laughs> she, she was like quiet for like 20 minutes when we got back writing a glowing raving review and I don't blame her it was just a really good experience and you know they ask you when you go is are you here for like an like a special occasion like a birthday anniversary blah 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 and we were like, no, it's just Tuesday. <laughs> and I really like that. You know, I I don't want to put things off that I want to do for the next holiday or the next birthday or whatever. Like if we want to go, we should just make it happen. You know, tomorrow's not promised and you only live once and any day can be special um and it was it was just a nice Tuesday night which is a really good night to go because it really wasn't that crowded um there's plenty of tables open and it got a little more packed like around 8 8 30 I guess but we had a reservation for 7 30 just in case it was packed and I think we were home before 10 you know which was great because we could just stay up and you know watch tv and gossip and hang out so it was just overall just a really really good experience i definitely recommend it and i will definitely be back myself <laughs> now picking tuesday night and having my mom sleep over after we went out to dinner was by design because on wednesday blue finally met my mom <laughs> and I was so nervous. I wasn't even nervous until like I went downstairs to let him into the garage. Um, <laughs> I and he told me he was nervous. My mom told me she was nervous. And I was like, why are you guys nervous? Like and then I remember like I was super nervous to meet his kids. And, you know, I was like a complete nervous wreck. And, you know, but I feel like that was like more. I don't know I feel like there was more reason to be nervous meeting his kids for the first time um but I I didn't even think that they would feel any nervousness just meeting each other I'm like if I could like find something to talk about with his teenage boys like we can all talk about something as adults right but you know everybody has their own feelings 
Um, and I was trying to like comfort them leading up to Wednesday. And then suddenly I got super duper nervous. <laughs> um, Blue, he, um, he parked, he got out. Um, we were kind of talking about something else. And I admittedly was like half listening because he like saw the look on my face. He was like, he was like, are you nervous? I was like, yeah, he was like, okay, me too. So <laughs> we're like in the elevator, like hugging, like, okay, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I know my mom and I know him and I knew they were going to get along. Um, and I knew it was all going to be okay, but I don't know. Like, I think it was, it was just interesting. Cause like we even got all the way up to my door and we kind of stopped in the hallway and we just kind of looked at each other and we was like, I don't know. We just kind of like felt the gravity of the moment. <laughs> like this is, you know, another great step forward. And this is like an important moment, you know, it's not like a huge, huge deal, you know, but it kind of was and I think we just like needed a moment to just acknowledge that before we went inside so <laughs> um from the moment he walked in and I was like hey my mom was like hey how are you and they gave each other a hug and I knew he was laying on one of those classic blue amazing hugs that he gives and I knew like from that moment it was just gonna be smooth sailing which it was so um you know, we just, I ordered some lunch in and we just sat and we just all talked for a few hours. Everything was just 100% natural. Like, you know, like we, obviously I know my mom my whole life and I've known him for a while, but it was like, we'd all just, like, we were all just family and this is just like a normal hangout and everything just flowed. And, you know, he, it was such a different experience. First of all, it was different because, you know, prior to moving out, I was at home. So if I was dating anybody, I pretty much would introduce them to my mom and my grandma for that matter, kind of just by default. Cause if they're coming to pick me up, you know, usually someone would be around, you know, anyway, like just passing by like the front door or something, or they would answer the door for him. Maybe I'm not ready yet. And, you know, he would kind of meet them that way. And it wasn't so formal. Um, sometimes I would just introduce them really early on just so they could know who I was out with <laughs> and not worry so much. Even though I was grown and I could, you know, do whatever. I just kind of felt like, you know, I don't know, like a, like it was a courtesy or I don't know, just to kind of let them know I'm out there and I'm okay with whoever I'm with. Um, so I would kind of introduce them that way. Um, but living on my own and having a little more control over the situation and when they meet and how they meet, it just, it just felt different because admittedly I've never known someone for this long before introducing them to my mom. And, you know, it was like a conscious choice. It was like, you know, it was like this this voice has been in the back of my head every time I hang out with him like oh my god like my mom would love you like I can't wait for you to meet her you know I, I want her to know you I want her to see who I'm with like I'm really you know proud of this guy and I'm really lucky to have this guy and I want her to see why I've been spending all this time with him so it just it really truly felt like I don't know like that was the natural step and I really wanted it so 
you know, and, and living on my own and like coordinating that. It just felt, first of all, it just felt super grown up, <laughs> which, you know, I know I'm 33. Some days I just do not feel like a grown up, but that felt very grown up. <laughs> and, you know, it was, it, it was really important for me that she does like him. You know, I don't date to please my mom or anyone, you know, um, and I guess deep down, I've always wanted her to like who I was with, but I think I mentioned this in other podcasts. I've always had to cover up the assholeness of who I was with, or I've had to bend the truth or stretch the truth because they really weren't all that great. So I kind of felt like I was, you know, presenting her with an illusion of a man and that didn't feel great. So even if she did like him, it wasn't really real, you know what I mean? But with blue, it's like... I didn't have to do anything like she immediately could feel his good energy and I think she could immediately just kind of sense why I'm with them in the first place <laughs> which is really really good I don't have to fabricate anything or bend the truth he can hold his own he is a great conversationalist he's very smart and funny and charming and humble and I can go on and on and on <laughs> but you know I I just knew that him sitting here he would speak for himself and you know I it, it went better than I thought it could <laughs> I do remember one guy in the past that I like set up formally like him when I was living at home I set up him coming to the house to meet my mom and my grandma and I don't know what the motivation was I mean I thought I really liked him but I don't know. You just you get caught up in certain superficial stuff or, you know, you kind of start, you know, you ignore the red flags and you, um, you know, you start, you know, falling for the idea of him or who you want him to be or whatever. You know what I mean? So really early on, I remember I, I coordinated him coming over to the house and he was polite and everything. He was nice. I remember we were all sitting in the living room and they're like asking him questions about himself and blah, 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 blah. And it was so weird because he began telling them about himself. He was talking about, you know, growing up and going to school where he went to school, blah, 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 blah. And like midway when he was talking, I realized that he was delivering a speech, the same spiel that he had given me on our first date. And it was so, we I mean, verbatim, the, the punchlines of the jokes, the, the, the timeline of the story, the length of the story, the, the way he was telling it, it was exactly, we went to Korean barbecue for our first date. I sat across from him grilling up some pork belly and he told me the exact same story and I thought it was so strange that he had this rehearsed monologue of his life that he presented to people and I think at the time I kind of wrote it off like I don't know maybe he's nervous and that helps him get his thoughts together I don't know 
I, I don't know. But looking back and like, you know, immediately after really when he and I didn't work out, I was just like, that was so freaking weird. Like, who does that? I mean, obviously, if you're telling about yourself, you know, you're going to repeat yourself. Like, there's only so many ways you can say you went to Morehouse or say that you work here or there or that your birthday is this. Like, I get that. But it was literally word for word. I mean, it was just very, very strange. And it was also awkward because sitting there and having this conversation between my mom, my grandma and him, it really hit me that I didn't really know him that well. I didn't feel connected to him. And I know there was like a couple of moments where he would like reference something or bring something up and he would look at me like, yeah, you know, Mel, like, remember? And I wouldn't. And I'm like, was that me? Like, like, what are you talking about? And we were just, it just felt to me, I don't know if my mom and grandma noticed, but to me, it just, it just, I just felt very disconnected. And it made me feel like, man, I really don't even know this guy. Like, why is he in my house right now? You know, and I've always wanted to be with someone and we present a unified front. We present ourselves in a very natural way because we really know each other and genuinely like and care for each other. And I've always wanted that. And I only bring up this guy (laughs) because this was so not that, that I think I was a little nervous going in with blue because I didn't want that to happen again I didn't want us to appear disjointed and I know I shouldn't worry about appearances but I guess I just didn't want that feeling of like oh my god do I really know him but I do (laughs) he knows me too and you know my mom she said at one point you know after he left and stuff she said like watching us sitting next to each other and interact it was like watching an episode of that black love show on own <laughs> where the couples are like sitting and like talking and looking at each other and talking about their relationship because that's another interesting part you know of him sitting here and me feeling connected is because he talked about our relationship and how he you know what he thinks of me and you know how things were for us in the beginning and things we find important and I mean he was very like affectionate and just he was very himself he was how he is when my mom isn't here for the most part <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway so he was very much himself and it was very natural and you know, I know I knew, I know I know him and I know he knows me. We've been our authentic selves since we met that night at the game night. But it was just nice to hear him say certain things and my mom lights up like, yeah, that's Mel. You know what I mean? Like it just felt, it just felt good. Like I felt like we were presenting that unified front, that connection. And, you know, we're only five months in here and it just, I don't know it just feels really really good and now I'm like excited to introduce him to everybody like I want him to meet my mailman like (laughs) like I'm just I I was looking so looking forward to just bridging the gap between like my family and him and just begin to start slowly folding you know those different aspects of our lives together you know he started the folding in when he introduced me to his kids who I adore and you know now my mom who is my mom but also my bestie (laughs) she's like numero uno so now that they've met it's like I think you know 
now we can kind of just ride the wave and I don't know, just really continue to build on top of this. And it's just really, really exciting. And I'm just really, really happy. And, um, you know, I walked him back downstairs and he was just all lit up and he felt really good about it. And he really, you know, enjoyed talking to her (laughs) and all the nerves obviously are gone. And, you know, it was just, it was just a really good experience and I know they say like what's that song by um Ariana Grande she's like thank you next like all the guys in the past that were just a waste of freaking time I'm like thank you next like they fumbled this bag they had to get out of my way all that crap hurt so bad but it was 100% by design because I needed to make space to figure out who I am and what I want and be very clear and then you know open up my heart slowly to the opportunity of someone coming in and then insert blue and I'm just very confident in us and I'm just looking forward as he always says I'm looking forward to the journey with you I'm 100% on the same page (laughs) now the next day uh Blue and I were supposed to go to Monterey, okay? But it didn't exactly go as planned. It was a bit of a stretch of a trip just for it to be like a day. You know, he is a very, well, I I always say he's busy and then he'll correct me and be like, I'm productive because you can look busy and seem busy and be busy, but you're not really actually getting any shit done. So he likes to say that he's productive. He is very productive, has a lot on his plate, has a lot of moving parts. So it would have just been a little difficult and maybe not so cost effective to just spend a day in Monterey. Maybe that's something we can plan later when he has more time to actually like stay up there. Um, so that was just not in the cars. I wanted to go to Monterey because I wanted to go to the aquarium that they have out there. I heard it's amazing. Um, so if, you know, but I wanted to still spend the day with him and he was going to take me to San Diego cause he was like, well, we can go to the uh, aquarium out there, but I didn't want to just go to any aquarium cause we could just go to Long Beach if that's the case. I wanted to go to the Monterey one. So rather than haul ass to San Diego, we decided to just stay local and we just had like a good old fashioned date day. Like we did all the date things and it was super, super cute. We went and got lunch. It was like a throwback. We went to islands (laughs) and I just remember going there as like a teen and like in my early twenties. Um, and I hadn't been there in a while and it's always really, really good. So we went there and we got lunch, um, on my agenda. I wanted so bad to go to color me mine. I know it's a little cheesy, but I really wanted to like, you know, paint each other something. So I wanted him to like paint me a coffee mug that I could take to work and then I would paint him something he could use at his house. But by the time we got there, I guess they weren't taking any more walk-ins, like, I guess you have to be there before two hours of closing so that you have enough time to pay, blah, blah, blah. So that was a bust, but we'll we'll get there eventually. Um, so we had lunch, skipped the color me mine. We went to, hold on, my cat is looking at the wall like there's a spider. Hold on. 
okay false alarm she's just on crack so <laughs> so we skipped coloring mine um then we got some ice cream we walked around we chit-chatted um and then we uh, decided on a movie that we were gonna watch so we went and we got the tickets for that and while we waited for the movie because it was like a couple hours later like after seven or something and we went and played games at Dave and Buster's and <laughs> it was super fun he is competitive like I am he hates to lose just like I do so there was no cute like oh let me let her win kind of thing no he was coming at me and I held my own I have a theory not a theory I have a saying that you know if we're playing a game and I win you know great game if we're playing a game and I lose you cheated so he has to find that out the hard way he cheated half the time let's just say that <laughs> um but it was just really really cute just kind of bopping around and playing games and you know it was just it was just really really nice um and then we went to the movies and we saw this movie called Barbarian and I had seen a few reviews of this movie but didn't really know exactly what it was about except the very very small premise that they reviewed or, or talked about um it was the most insane movie I think I've ever seen um it's a horror movie and it is oh, emphasis on horrific okay I won't spoil anything for anyone who wants to go and check it out but it's basically starts off there's this woman it's the middle of the night it's raining she pulls up to this airbnb that she booked like you know months in advance she's in town for like a job interview um she's looking at her phone and she like you know gets the instructions to get in they give her like the code to the lockbox with the key in it she goes and opens it the key's not there so she's calling like what the hell like what's going on it's raining pouring she can't get in the key's not there blah 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 blah. she's in her car trying to sort it out and then she sees a light go on in the house and she's like what the hell so she goes and um she knocks on the door this guy answers and he's like who are you she's like who are you this is my airbnb and he's like uh no this is my airbnb so the place gets has uh, been double booked they show each other their confirmations they booked it independently on two separate like apps that was listing it so they have to figure out what they're gonna do so I'm just gonna leave it at that it's it's it starts off kind of like interesting and sweet like they try to figure out what they're gonna do for the night um and it just turns out that there's something really sinister in the basement and that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> and it's a wild ride um what's his name Bill Skarsgård is in it um the guy that's it and the girl her name is Georgina something um she reminds me of Halle Berry and then Justin Long is in it so it's a really good movie it's completely effed up um I watched most of it through my fingers and it literally made Blue and I jump <laughs> and it was gruesome and I didn't know what was coming the end was wild and um it, I, I recommend it. It was really good for spooky season. <laughs> I hadn't seen too many people talking about it. I saw a few people review it like on TikTok. Um, but apparently it did amazing in the box office. Like it was $4 million to make and it grossed $34 million, um, so far. And it, that's an amazing turnaround on your money for a $4 million budget. So um, 
Blue thought it was brilliant. It was directed really well. It was just really messed up. <laughs> and I'm surprised I didn't have a nightmare about it, honestly. It was um, it was something else. Um, so if you're into that horror genre um, and you want like a quick hour and 40 minute movie to watch, I highly recommend Barbarian. Um, it's nothing like you would expect. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> It was also so random because I came home and, um, you know, we hung out and then he left and I'm like on Twitter and I'm tweeting about the movie. I just put like hashtag barbarian is a wild ass movie, LOL. And then I wake up in the morning and one of the producers had liked it. His name is Roy Lee. So he's produced this. He's produced like The Grudge, um, The Strangers, um, The Uninvited. Um, it chapter two, like he's been a producer on all, like a lot of these, right? A lot, a lot of movies. And it was just so random that he, you know, liked my tweet. I'm like, you're, you're here cruising the hashtag for your movie, dude. So I don't know. I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, man, your movie was wild. Good for you. You, you done good. You done good. And if those are the kind of movies that he's produced, I've seen, I looked at the list and I've seen like, 30% of the movies that he's made he's made so many but I've, I've watched a lot of them and they were all pretty creepy so it's right up his street <laughs> all in all we had a really great day date um my goal was just to just have like a whole day with him because you know he always creates time for me but it's like in between you know other things that he has to do so we're usually just doing stuff low-key for like a couple hours here and there like at my place or we go eat real quick or something like that but I really just wanted to spend the whole day with him um and it was just such a good time like it's really truly just like hanging out with like a really 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 good friend who just happens to be so hot <laughs> and um you know we just it was, it was just a good day and I'm really happy that he truly I mean he moved mountains to make sure that we could have like all day all night just to hang out and spend time together so I really appreciated it because you know this was my vacation not his so you know, I just, I, I'm really happy that we got that time and hopefully he and I can like pin stuff like that on the calendar going forward, kind of like, you know, on a routine basis. One thing that was funny, um, while we were out, you know, it's funny. I, I think it's cause he's an actor and he just has one of those faces. Um, and cause he does a lot of like indie stuff, a lot of like random commercials and things like that. So you know, you may have seen him, but it's not like, you know, if you saw Will Smith or someone out, like, you know, like that's him. He just, he just has one of those faces where you're like, he looks like he's somebody. <laughs> and it's the same looks that my cousin Neptune gets because he's also an actor. So when we're out with him, I feel like people are just looking at him because he's just such a presence and they just he just has that vibe like you look at him and you just know he's someone you might not be able to place it but he just looks like somebody so when he and I are out you know he dresses really cool he was wearing like this cool like retro limited edition 90s Nike jacket that like everyone was drooling over oh my god dude that's such a cool jacket <laughs> 
And um, and it was. He looked really good. But I just noticed, like, people looking at us. And he swears up and down, like, people are looking at me. Like, no, they're looking at you because you're pretty, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, they're looking at you because they're trying to figure out who the hell you are. But um, it was funny. We were on the elevator, excuse me, the escalator. And there was this woman behind us. And she was kind of looking at us, you know. But we weren't really you know, paying her too much mind, but she was looking at us. And when we got off the escalator, we were all kind of going the same direction. And she stopped us. She was like, I'm sorry. She was like, I don't know if it's you both or one of you, but you guys just smell really, really good. Somebody smells really, really good. I was like, and I know he smells good and I try my best to smell good. So maybe combined, I don't know. But she comes up to me and she starts sniffing my neck and she was like oh I think it's you I think it's you and I'm like okay lady like she seemed like a sweet older black woman so I kind of let it ride but like we're still in a panini so back up lady (laughs) overall it was like a really nice day a wonderful day and it was a great week like I feel like you know for my vacation week I had equal parts social time and family time time with blue and you know I'm having equal time just to myself like I totally feel recharged sometimes you take vacation and you pack it full of so much stuff that you need a vacation from your vacation um so when you get back to work you're like still kind of burnt out but I feel like I did and I'm you know I still have a couple days ahead of me so I feel like I just had a balance and I'm just very, very happy I have this time off because I didn't realize how burnt out I was feeling and just mentally drained I was feeling. So I am just truly just thankful for this time and I'm glad we're going into the holiday season because, you know, with all the upcoming holidays, there's going to be, you know, some more days off here and there. So, um, like I said, we have to put out what we want to take off for the next year around this time so I think I'm gonna try to spread my hours around so I can have more frequent time off rather than waiting you know eight nine months at a time before I have a good stretch of time off I don't think that's working for me anymore the last time I had vacation was I think in April so now I think is a great time was it April January or April for my birthday or something else I can't remember so I was overdue I was well overdue so yeah (laughs) take your PTO take your vacation don't put it off it's there for you to use and you know don't wait till you're burnt out like me um plan accordingly give yourself some space and grace in between Cause it's really hectic out there and I think we all are overworked um, and underpaid so <laughs> take your time it's yours you deserve it do something fun <laughs> I know I did I'm, I'm very I'm in a, in a great mood and life just feels so good right now I feel like I'm on top of my own little world and I hope everyone had a great week of their own, whether you're on vacation or not. I hope it was a good week. And I hope as you're listening to this and about to enter the next week, you have a great one as well. I'll see y'all next time. Hey guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate it. Now there's a new episode every Sunday, so be sure to come on back for another round of Vodka melonade. Bye.